Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Come on! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. I'm turning into a degenerate gambler. I know. I was was watching you (laughs) do that, and I'm like, that's why I'm just doing the one bet and leaving it good. Getting hooked on it, are you? Yeah. uh, We'll get into that. We'll get into the results coming up at the end of the show. There's so much money to be made. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just sitting there. It's it's just for the retirement plan. My wife last night is I'm like, can we put the football game on? She goes, just because you're gambling doesn't mean we have to watch the football game. You're going to be that guy. I went, yes, it is. Yes. Six TVs in front of you. Yeah. Calling bookies. <laughs> He's going to start betting on soccer. This is why I stayed away the, from it. The new Artie Lang. I heard a story he was talking about when he was really gambling. And he calls bookie and he put money down. And then he was so drunk and he called this bookie again and put money on the other team. The guy's like, you already, you're betting against yourself. <laughs> you better not do that. That's not a good idea. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. I don't want to do this, but to a certain extent, I, th- I think this, the line in the sand was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. With with all these dream jobs, like before the pandemic, remember we used to have conversations about like Google and yeah. working for Twitter and and Facebook and 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 Tesla and all these companies that everybody would just like you would you would give up your 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 firstborn to work for these companies, mm-hmm. right? That ship is kind of sailing a bit. Well, they're struggling right now, big tech. Yeah, like it's not the boom it was before. Um, they got less money than they had, so, so they're cutting back. Yeah, there's there's no more free lunches, mm-hmm. and uh, Google's starting to sound a lot like radio. <laughs> <laughs> so Google laid off twelve thousand people, about six percent of their workforce. But they did and, it with an email. Yeah, so they had sent out an email Friday morning. They said if you were laid off or not, you got an email. But a lot of people didn't check their email before they went to work because, you know, they're waking up, having breakfast, shower, get in the car, go to work. Yeah. And so they were finding out when they got to work whether yeah. or not their ID card worked to scan them in. So it was like <laughs> long lines of people at the Google offices and they would scan. And if it was green, you're good. If it was red, oh, you got laid off. <laughs> Well, and there was some drafting going on, so a couple of people got through, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're all showing up at work at the same time, and and Grant has his card out, and he didn't get fired, cheap beep, yeah. he gets let in. Well, the three or four people get, you yeah, know. do it here. We have to scan in in the mornings. If I'm at the door and you're at the door, only one of us is going to scan in. Yeah. So that was happening, and they were chasing people down, and the security and blocking people. You know, you got laid off. What are you doing in here? What do you mean, what am I doing in here? I work here. Yeah. No, you don't. Check your email. Yeah. What happened? Something happened along the way where companies stopped worrying about being civil in fire. You hear yeah. stories like this all the time now. And I don't know if this was a thing years and years and years ago. There used to be some sort of respect when they let you uh, go. Was it Bell or Rogers that laid people off with robocalls last time? Yeah, they do that a lot. So they just people were getting phone calls, and it was just a robot just saying, "Hey, you've you've been terminated." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please hit three for your firing message. Yeah. Beep. (laughs) Grant Johnson, study king. What do we got? So this one is about post-coital dysphoria. 
commonly known as the post-sex blues. So they were, This is a thing, eh? Yeah, and they were saying that uh, it has been on the rise in recent years. Somebody has sex, they get it on, and then when it's all done, they start crying. Why is it on the rise? Is Post there sex blues. any indication as to why it might be going up? Um, they said we're perplexed why it's going up, but they think it's because people have been expecting more from their sexual experiences. <laughs> they said many people are expecting a higher level of satisf- satisfaction and also expecting intimacy to relieve stress in other areas of their life. That is not happening. People are emotional, and there is a lot more crying going on in the bedroom after you get it on. Yeah. Um, I'm against all of this. <laughs> they also said it is normal. Like, No, it's to, not. No, to, Do not normalize this. No, if you're no. bursting into tears after That's sex. That's not what I'm saying is normal. To have ranges of emotions like laughing. Okay. They said after they said after intense experiences that are pleasurable, um, because laughing is like the release of air from a pressure valve. And they said it's especially common if the experience was very physically intense, a strong orgasm or multiple orgasms. There's just this build up of pressure, and then you got this emotion, you start laughing or whatever. But the the postcoital dysphoria is on the rise. My um, beautiful wife is um, mortified when we even touch on the topic of our sex life. <laughs> she <laughs> might still be sleeping. this does not happen in our bedroom. <laughs> Nobody's crying? No one's crying. <laughs> um, and I got to be honest with you. If, let's suggest, Lachlan was single. Yeah. And he was on the prowl. Rawr, <laughs> and uh, I'm making my way through the bedrooms of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. As you would. <laughs> as I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tearing it up, as they say. When I was a kid, um, if somebody cried, I'd be leaving. <laughs> That'd be the quickest way to get me out of your house. Yeah. Start crying. <laughs> uh, they also said, like in long-term relationships, if you're crying after you get it on, yeah, this is uh, a problem. Yeah, they said it's probably because you're trying to to use sex to cover up other problems and obviously that doesn't work so then you get flooded with emotion and we're really opening up a portal so, today <laughs> so when i cry at home alone is that normal that's different yeah that's a little different yeah that's more I think it'd be shame weird for you not to cry to be honest in your situation <laughs> on time number three on a saturday oh, okay well, stop <laughs> You ruin everything. <laughs> Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini. Me represent. I will not be ignored. It's like Midget at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch from Midget at the movies this past weekend? Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I've turned the moon into what I like to call a Death Star. <laughs> What? Nah, nothing, Darth. <laughs> what did you call me? Nah, nothing. Rip off! You haven't seen that? No, I watched the first one. International I, Man of Mystery. And I was so annoyed by it oh, okay. that I couldn't watch any other one. Uh, the other ones. Are but, you annoyed by Mike Myers? I don't know what it was. Uh, I think it was just the outrageousness of the movie. But that was quite a long Snow time ago. That was no when. That's when it first came out. Yeah, exactly. What? That's a really good point. You love Polly Shore and you're upset about outrageousness. Oh, no. Okay, can you can you have, let me finish my explanation? Like, yeah, that doesn't make any no, sense. No, that was your let, explanation. You just no, said you were outraged by the before, outrageousness. But before. You, but you but loved, back in the past, you, you loved, loved Polly Shore. I don't Shore. know why, but it's just I watched this one and I actually really enjoyed it. Actually, the most... The most annoying human being on the planet, Polly Shore. <laughs> okay, are you like doing? If my there was an award. Are you? If there doing- was like a Mister Annoying. Like, Polly Shore would Universal, be up there. He would be a candidate, or he'd be runner up. He'd be Mister Congeniality in that contest. <laughs> you enjoyed Austin Powers this time. Can I finish? Nah. Okay. <laughs> no, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I actually want to watch the first one again just to see if it 
because I don't think it'll annoy me now. I They're think, funny. They're I, funny I, I think movies. It, like, yeah. Okay, well, let's, let's do this because we have to make a connection. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Austin Powers because we watched Austin Powers because of Seth Green, yeah. you have to watch a Mike Myers movie for next weekend. Okay, so do you want me to watch the first one again, or do you want me no. to watch... No, no let's find something that'll piss you off. Well, okay, first of all, <laughs> find something that'll if we're talking Mike Myers, i got to ask, have you seen Wayne's World? One and two. Okay, so you've seen Wayne's World. Did th- those those I Wayne? liked. Okay, okay. We made you watch So I Married an Axe Murder at one yes. point for Midget at the Movies. I do remember that. That's a great movie. Um, There is Shrek. <laughs> I've seen all of those. Okay, you've seen all the Shreks. Uh, he did Cat in the Hat. Um, no, I haven't seen that. There's a. There's got to be a more annoying. There's got to be a more annoying Mike Myers movie. Why do you? Why is your uh, the Love Guru? Guru. The Love. Oh yes. How did I not think of the Love Guru first? We have a winner. He also recycles a lot of Austin Powers jokes in that movie. So. What was the love? Wasn't that like one of the worst rated movies oh, of all time? It looked awful. I never watched it, but he goes and he helps the so Toronto Maple Leafs. So you're making me watch a movie that with I was the say, Cup. It's a hockey thing too. Yeah. Okay. So the you're love making guru. me watch a movie that you guys would never watch. Yeah. We're testing to see why you're annoyed by Mark Myers. <laughs> That's what this has turned into. You, you guys get me to not watch always, movies that you guys always. don't like too. Not always. That you've never no, seen. I love Austin Powers. Love Guru. You, Good so you've pick, seen the Love Guru. Good. Pick. Watch the trailer. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Saturday night game. Oilers beat Chicago. They've had a good start to the year, knock on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wood. Um, they play, uh, they're playing better defense. Um, they're just gelling as a team, I think. Bad time for the All-Star break. They're rolling. Yeah, and now they've got to take a, good, a week off. That's a good point. I didn't really yeah. think of it that way. But they did get a. They are getting a significant break. Yeah, they, they right? don't play until the 7th. Which they might need right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you caught the game on on Saturday, but they. I guess uh, what's his nuts? Stuart Skinner. 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 Yeah, the mo- sick was... before the game, so yeah. he couldn't couldn't dress, couldn't suit up. So they needed a backup goalie. So they called up the U of A. Said, "Who's the goalie?" There? Well, w- wasn't Berlin this Berlin kid? Wasn't he already going to be the emergency backup that night, or no? Um, because every every building you go into, there's a third emergency backup that plays. Usually, if... it's just a Zamboni driver. <laughs> <laughs> the Leafs are never going to live that down. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will bring that up for the rest of my life. <laughs> How they got beat by their own emergency backup Zamboni driver. So he was, yeah, this Berlin, uh, he's the goalie for the Golden Bears. He said he was studying. Uh, he was studying for some exam he had coming up, and yeah. he got the call that he was going to have to come down to the rink and so uh, uh, suit up, put the, put the pads on, and sit on the bench, and then... You know, three minutes left. They told him, hey, you're going in. You're going in, kid. You're going in. in We're we're winning this game. So they did it to give this guy a chance to play uh, an NHL game, which I thought was really cool. Um, It's really cool. It was a really cool moment when they sent him in there. He got one shot. He made the save. A little wrist shot. A little blocker save. (laughs) A little wrist shot from the point. He made the save, but what a cool... remember that the rest of his life, right? Yeah, 100%. I thought it was a strong move. I I think it's an indication of where the team is right now. They're kind of relaxing a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? There's there's an identity now forming around this team that, that, I, I don't know, that hasn't been there. Yeah. In the past, I like the idea of of I like the idea that it was sort of initiated by McDavid as well. Mm-hmm. McDavid kind of went to the went to Woodcroft and said, "Hey, I want to do this." Yeah, right. And then they asked Soup, and Soup was like, "Yeah, I'm all over it. Let's right? do it." It's it's just cool. It I don't know. It's it's a good thing he made that save too. Can you imagine if he didn't? If he would have let it in. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Jimmy? Did you see that? Uh, did McDavid and Drysaddle got uh, mullets too? 
Yeah, uh, we were talking about that on Friday. Copying your idea? Yeah. Jimmy's yeah see, been... see, I'm inspiring a whole team. Yours grows in so fast, though. It's already not a mullet again. It doesn't even look like a mullet, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Stop growing your hair. Mm. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to grow hair. Mm. <laughs> you, sh- you should put a little more effort into it, Locke. <laughs> little Jimmy. The human chipette. <laughs> Cruise News. Edmonton residents say they are frustrated with the lack of placards on the street notifying people of the seasonal parking bans after the city rolled out the second phase of bans last week. Um, the city councillors say they shifted this year to larger signs, radio and TV ads, and direct notification with text messages that you can sign up for. They'll tell you when your street's going to be plowed. The city voted to be stricter with enforcement this year after increasing the fine for not moving your car from $100 they tell people that, though? to 250 because I, uh, I remember this seeing. This is the first time hearing about the direct messages. I did see something about that, but I didn't think it was like I thought they were still going to put the signs up on your street. Um, the phase two parking ban currently still in effect. Yeah, I thought they were still going to be putting the, you know, the no parking signs up. But I guess I they're not they doing should, that that much. They should be putting signs up. I think. Yeah, I think this is a mistake. Well, it's a way to get more oh, money. It's a way of getting the money from fines. <laughs> Change the rules, don't tell anyone, and then just get more fines. You need or, to make money somehow. Jimmy, right? that's and the role cynical. of Lachlan Cross this yeah. morning would be played by James Peter White. Ah, <laughs> uh, that guy that doesn't drive. Good morning, Crows. Good morning, fellas. Ron, how you doing? So, uh, I want I want to start a new committee. It's called the Asinine City Decision Committee, ACDC. So. Friday night, they decide they're finally going to scrape my fucking residential section, right? So they expect everybody to get off the street so they can scrape a blade. That's fine. Well, why don't you take a fucking truck and go down my freaking alley? Yeah, they left my alley, too. I can go into my alley and park in my fucking garage. Get off the street. My wife can't even back out of my garage. The ruts are a foot and a half fucking deep. You know, I'm so fucking pissed off with our stupid city council. We're going to... Didn't we source out our, our blading, too, this year or something stupid like it's that? It's all contracted. Yeah, yeah. What is a that, bunch of oh, yeah. Is it? A lot of it is they fired a lot of the city people, and then they contracted it out to private. We have a bunch of tools working in our city, man. Tools. Yeah, we uh, we got lots of issues right now. We we really do. And it, it's becoming more and more apparent. Um, it's been apparent to me for a long fucking time. I've commented on this. My, I had to push my wife's car out. I couldn't get her. She got stuck in her alley. I've you know? commented on this. Um, when you hear me talking about voting, Ron? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, one vote no one votes. No one votes. This is I what vote, we... I vote all the time. I constantly vote, and I, and I rip people who don't. Because they're the ones bitching, too. Yeah. Rip well, I, listen... Not a lot of people vote in municipal politics. Not in the city. Yeah. I, we, should, we should mandate it, just like Australia. It's you like people vote. don't know how Everybody it works, too. Everybody gets the day off with pay, and you go vote. I see like people complaining about their street, and then they're like blaming the provincial government or the federal yeah. government. It's not, no. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of confusion about how that works. It, it all breaks down. Again, stupid people, not educated. It, 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 it's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, ho- hopefully you have a better day today. Did you get it? Oh, did good, you get it? Good now. That was that was Saturday. Did you get I'm a ticket? Now. Did you get a ticket for parking on the street? Oh, I'm oh, If I got one, I'd have ripped one. Oh, I'd have fucking ripped it up and gone downtown and started bitching. Oh, where's my lawyer? All right, man. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, fellas. All right. Take care, man. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about playing that on the air. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Tucker Carlson. Getting a little bit of uh, I don't know, attention <laughs> for comments that he made, suggesting that the United States should invade the U.S. military, should invade um, Canada and overthrow Justin Trudeau's liberal government. To, to liberate us. Because we're authoritarian. He took a break from talking about M&Ms, turning them on to talk about this. That was one of the most bizarre things he's gone on about. Well, he was mad well, he was because upset they took the high heels the off the female of, M&M. And the way he talked about it, it was like, okay, Car- Tucker Carlson's got some sort of fetish for that M&M. Yeah. He was upset that she's wearing sneakers now. 
So yeah, he said uh, they should liberate Canada from Justin Trudeau. Now, I watched the clip, and did you see it? Did, I didn't watch it. Didn't I saw wa- it, but I didn't watch it. I watched it. There, I mean, he's doing his best to hold it together. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell that he realizes what he's saying is just, it's asinine. Right, it's yeah. It's completely ridiculous, right? Um, and, and I think what's happened with our news outlets Mm-hmm. And it, this is this is also a thing in Canada to a certain extent. There's there's a couple of organizations that are attempting this as well. It's become a form of of entertainment almost. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like news is yeah. Oh yeah, like, especially in the states. I mean, they even call a lot of the shows aren't news; they're opinion. Well, they have right. to like they, do that to avoid legal action. Yeah, so they're not news shows. Like they're the, opinion shows. The OCNs and the Foxes and stuff C- like CNN that. CNN even, um, they have opinion shows. Now, yeah. 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 So they, it's not given the news, it's given what they think. We yeah. have it here in, in Canada too, right? Yeah. And you have extreme views on both sides of the fence. You have the left and the, and the right. I think, because uh, I did see some people that were very upset about it, and and I understand it because it kind of annoyed me too. Because I I find Tucker Carlson wildly annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I I can't watch him. Like he's just he's a squeaky little like dickhead. Like I. he's really annoying. Like I can't stand the man. Like um. So I I'm doing my best to try to. I just wanted to say that out loud. Like, if mm-hmm. that if that's something that you saw on the weekend and you were annoyed by it, which you should be if you're um, Canadian, if you call yourself Canadian, well, the United States doesn't need to invade. We're not Cuba. No, and he's like, shut up. He's a guy like so like, I many. I don't like Justin Trudeau either, but I mean, we're yeah. not like so many. This this people. He's trying to get attention he's saying things exactly. he's kind of like a back in the 90s when we had like shock jocks on the radio yes he's essentially that is he's that's saying a, things yeah. to get reactions that's and, a really good yeah. way of putting it yeah it's just trying to work people up this was more for me this conversation <laughs> than anybody else if i'm being honest Locker room presents the grant report for jt's bar and grill where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people now grant johnson i don't think it's any secret to say that uh, catalytic converter thefts have been on the rise for the last few years scumbags crawling underneath our cars with saws and chopping them out and then selling them, leaving you with a very loud ride into work that morning. Don't worry though because we have the solution to the problem here in Edmonton. Edmonton police recently launched a competition and gave away $50,000 for the winning idea on how to stop catalytic uh, converter theft. This should have been won by somebody that steals catalytic converters, right? <laughs> what would stop them from stealing them? Yeah, that's who should have won it. But it was a mother and a daughter from Edmonton, Tamara and Mavis. They won the competition. They created a device called the Foilum Fence. I guess they're still waiting for the patent on it, so they weren't willing to show it off to people, but the foilum fence, the way they described it, essentially it's just a fence that you put up around your vehicle that blocks people from crawling underneath of it, which is a lot more simple sounding and a lot more boring than the idea I submitted to the police, which involved uh, barbed wire that electrocuted you, a flamethrower, a bucket of urine, and a midget that beats you with his mom chucks. Also, my patent is pending on it, so I don't want to give away too much on too it. Too many details. Just letting you know, my idea did not win the $50,000. You can get a fence instead to put up around your car. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merch page. Well, there's a shirt for, for everyone with a full line of shunt wear. You can shop today by uh, texting in for the link to shop. He's got 10 years of high school, yes. a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now Jimmy, explains. Jimmy explains. So 
scientists have actually had they are creating these uh, humanoid type robots kind of they're uh, little shape-shifting things where they can go from solid to uh, to liquid and they're using those they can use them for helping um, remove stuff from inside your body like for example if you have a growth on your stomach or something there they can have these go down where they are go liquid and then solid grab and then they've been talking about doing this for a while and and for surgeries like yeah they put it in you and then do it and then and then pull it out can you imagine like hey you're gonna have surgery here just drink this Drinkless alien robot. And then it turns into a robot in you, does the surgery, and then you poop it out. Yeah, that liquefies and can reform yeah. on command. It, they, the metal that they use is actually a gallium, is what they're... Uh, that means nothing to me. So it's it's an element that actually its melting point is around the same temperature as the human body. Okay. Or just a little bit... Uh, I'm all pro-advancement, but at at some point, this advancement is going to turn around and bite us in the ass. Like, they, uh, I hope it doesn't happen in my lifetime, but whenever I hear stories like this, I always start to regret that I'm not a prepper, <laughs> because at some point in my life, I think I'm going to be hiding in the woods... Yeah, and fighting you robots. Would, you wouldn't do well in the woods either. I'm not going to do well uh, out there. I'm not too tall. They would see you. Yeah, um, I saw they had these these robots doing like obstacle courses, and then they had like a cage. Like it came up against the cage, and then it like went to liquid and fit through the cage. And yeah, it's listen, pretty, I, it's it's literally Terminator Two. And and listen, I realize the movie tropes and everything mm-hmm. like that. But at some point, I think collectively, the dumber portion of the population, which the three of us are proud members of, need to get together and organize and start to find ways to sequester or even potentially eliminate the smarter people on the planet. Because smart people are going to get us all killed. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. I think... At some point, we need to get organized, right? Yeah. And we just need to find a way. And listen, I'm not saying we need to off them, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cruel. But we need to eliminate their ability to actually do stuff like this. So lobotomize <laughs> them. Listen, when you're brainstorming, there's no bad ideas, Jimmy. <laughs> get rid of all let's, the smart people. Let's not take it so, off the table. So you don't think this is a good idea? You don't think it's a good idea instead of having them to cut open your guts and pull out whatever's inside? Have you been to what I've been saying? I'm going to fare way better in the woods than you. <laughs> I have more knives. Yeah, Honestly. not in Jimmy's world. In Jimmy's world, he is... Uh, yeah, he's prepared. He's Sarah Connors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you and I are going to be heading to the woods. We're going to be getting in, in my Subaru. Subaru yeah. We're going to be on our way. You're going to be packing up all your baloney that doesn't go bad, and we're going to be off to some cabin well, to protect ourselves from aliens. The thing is, the thing is, though, is these robots are going to see you as more of a threat than me. So I'm going to be safe. Don't worry about it. I'm glad you've was, got it all worked out. Buddy. I was going to say, in the event of this situation where you two are headed to the woods, will you let him sleep in your camper with you? No. (laughs) He's still going to sleep in the car? I'm not even going to be allowed to sleep in the car. (laughs) We'll see what Kingston allows. (laughs) You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't feel... Too bad, because I mean, I've, I'll leave it up for a day here. But we've got forty-three votes, and over sixty percent of the people don't know what a fifteen-minute city is. So I'm not alone. So it's uh, a lot of people talking about the fifteen-minute city right now because Brett Wilson tweeted about it. He used to be on the Dragons Den. He's an investment banker, billionaire, Canadian, whatever. Uh, so he tweeted about Edmonton becoming a fifteen-minute city, and he thinks it's a joke. Yeah, well, a lot of people think it's a conspiracy from the World Economic Forum um, to control us. So the city of Edmonton, what they say it is, because they do say they have a plan for it, is that within 15 minutes of where you live in the city, you should be able to access everything you need. 
So food, schools, okay. whatever it is, should be within 15 minutes of you. And you create these, and then the well, conspiracy... Well, that goes against what we've been doing here in Edmonton. It goes against the urban sprawl where yeah. you're completely spread out. They're still uh, building condos like crazy, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> All we're just over the like, place, yeah. We're just crapping out into the prairies. So, yeah, so what they're saying is they want to create 15-minute city. What the conspiracy is, okay, where the conspiracy is is that they're going to create districts around the city. Okay. And you're going to get points that you use for your carbon footprint. I've just started reading about this, so I'm probably getting things wrong. If I am, don't get mad at me. Um, You're going to get points, and basically you use up those points. They're like, oh, you ate beef last night. Um, sorry, you don't have enough points to drive downtown today. You got to save up your really? points. Really, people That's believe a, that they believe that, and they believe you're not going to be able to leave your district if you don't have enough carbon footprint print points to leave. You're going to be stuck in your little area, like Hunger Games. Okay, so there's cities all over the world signing up for it for the 15 minute it makes city sense concept from the perspective of creating creating a um regions where you have everything at your right? and they try to do that like i know when windermere was built it was supposed to essentially be its own little city it kind of failed i think with what they were trying but initially they were trying to build okay yeah. our own little sustainable city everything you need is in windermere you don't need to leave yeah <laughs> I'll say this out loud just so that um, I'm on the right side of this. I'm against the dystopian view of this. Yes. But if if it does put a bit of the brakes on the the sprawl, which to me is ridiculous. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's out of hand how much we're building. It is, like, yeah. Every time I drive into a new neighborhood, I'm like, where did all these houses come from? Like, what do we need these? Who's, who's buying, all buying these, these yeah, places? And they say we don't have enough places for people to live yet so so they still they keep going and keep going and still spreading out the the basic concept of it take take out the fact that people think that that we're going to be locked into our little sections of the city Mm -hmm. and we're not going to be allowed to leave that makes sense it makes sense everything you need within 15 minutes of you yeah, and then you have, yeah. you know, you have all your amenities and, you know, doctors and all that stuff that you would need and you create business opportunities for what for that 15-minute section, right? Yeah, so they're saying the city, what I've read from some counselors is they're saying our 15-minute city plan is about removing regulations that will allow people to build where they want and then create these little 15-minute cities. So small cities within the big city, essentially. Okay. But, but there is the conspiracy then from the World Economic Forum. It's all about control. And well, when don't we sign up for it, the Alberta digital ID because that's how they'll track your your carbon footprint points. And Yeah, it, 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 it is very interesting. Wouldn't it Because make- the first text we got, Jimmy, didn't you say as soon as I mentioned the 15-minute city? Yeah, a, a form of control. The first one we got government was, control. This is just, yeah. All this is is more government control, huh? Haven't you seen the colony? What's the colony? Is I don't a- know what the colony is. Okay, it's a all TV right. show, I guess. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie about uh, this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's about this or I. I don't know. They just said to watch the colony. And it explains it better. But in Oxford is where they're doing, doing this, it. and they're saying there's going to be climate lockdowns, like. Oh, air pollution's bad today. Nobody can leave their district. So it's yeah. starting to sound like that sounds kind of like I know of very science fictiony, but like a Judge Dredd and stuff like that, where you have mega cities where you have like super duper skyscrapers, which are a hundred, like you know, hundred floors, and then you have your district areas. <laughs> On the locker room bingo card, mm-hmm. tick off Judge Dredd reference. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I didn't think we were going to get that we're... square. <laughs> Good morning, Cruz. Hey, uh, are you guys talking about the climate change lockdown stuff? I, I have to make a comment, if you don't mind. We were, we yeah, were the 15 minute city. We were talking stuff. about uh, the 15 minute city, not Which, not the climate change yeah. district lockdowns. Well, that's what some people think it is, though. <laughs> it's a it's the locker room, a dystopian locker room per se. But uh, 
I just wanted to make this point. Half the world is burning dung to keep themselves warm, to, to, to feed themselves, to, to cook their food. That can't be good for the climate. Are we going to lock down those people too? And, and plus, I mean, places in China, they're opening coal mines every week there. Are we going to get them to stop, you know, like opening coal mines? We're the ones being punished, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had sort of a moment of clarity a couple of weeks ago because I I get I get very triggered by hypocrisy and the unintended consequence of what is perceived as the right decision, right? Um which is what you're talking about. Um and you know, you know where I'm at now. I, d- I don't agree with a lot of these decisions, right? Like, let let for instance, this this push to put everybody in an electric car or to you know to force people to buy a certain percentage of electric cars by you know by 2020 or 2030, 2035, 24. Like, I just think. There is this, sometimes you have to be part of that solution or you're like, you're the devil, right? And the thing is, even if, even if what you're seeing is, even if the attempt to do it isn't going to help because of China or because of the tribes in Africa burning shit, I think I'd rather live in a country where there's an attempt to to be better. Is that well, fair? I, I agree with that. No, that's, that's fair enough. That's I, where I'm at fair. right now because it's the only way that I can... Uh, what's your name? Uh, it's Michael. Michael. It's the only way I can live with the hypocrisy of, of some of these decisions and the short-sightedness of them. Like... It, it, it's going to drive us all fucking crazy. It really is. And all it does is just divide us. So that's what I've been trying to do. And, and I know that I didn't quite make the point as clear as I probably could, but I'm not going to agree with a lot of these decisions that are made based on the fact that they're not fucking thinking it through. But at the end of the day, I think I'd rather be living in a country where there is an attempt ra- than, than live in a country where everyone is just burning their garbage. No, I, I I agree. I just uh, I don't like it when we're the ones that's kind of being punished, but the rest of the world does their their merry you know uh, thing. You know, it's, uh, but they don't view it uh, as punishment. They view it as us doing our part, right? And the thing yeah, is, I, I, right, I, the government the government in this country has 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 created this and has created it's it's actually brilliant if you look at it. Because now they can they can increase these carbon taxes, and when a guy like Michael or Lachlan or whoever sits there and goes, "This is just another tax, you fucking assholes," they go, "Well, you're yeah. fucking anti climate change. You don't believe in it. You're a yeah. fucking asshole." Right? So then yeah. all it does is just create that virtue signaling and that 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 woke position um, that they take. All it does is just divide us even more, right? And, and, and we're just. Okay, I agree. I had to, I had the lockdowns destroy my business um, during COVID, so I had to get a new job, and you know I, I that that bugged me a lot, right? And, and that will be environment to wipe me out because I, I travel around from a new job, right? So uh, I'm just wondering at what point uh, I, I'll tell you this much, also uh, the worst carbon problem on the planet is people. We're, they're, we're the people are making the worst footprint on the planet. So yeah, what do you say about that? I, I you know, maybe, maybe we should just start people. offing people. <laughs> yeah, Logan's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's, you know. <laughs> Michael, I feel anyway, I feel your people. pain. Here's the other side of it too, right? You, if you stood up and said, "Hey, man, I don't like the way things are being handled in, in the pandemic," you became some anti-vaxxer, anti-masker, right? Oh, like you're, you're, not you, allowed, you're not allowed to argue with the uh, the, the government. That's yeah, sure. yeah, you got put into some sort of uh, anti category, and then you, and then now what's happening? We can't have a a reasonable conversation about the mistakes they made in how they handled the pandemic because boom, it just gets out of hand. Michael, we have to go. We're back on the air, but I appreciate the call. I hope I hope this new job works out for you, brother. Or in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. I put up a Twitter poll about the. Uh, 
The 15 Minute City, um, already at 80 votes. You can check it out at Lachlan Cross. L O C H L I N C R O S S. Follow me on Twitter. I will follow you back. We have gotten quite a few texts. People are, uh, I had no idea about this thing. Yeah, uh, you, no missed, idea. you missed this one. This one completely escaped me. Um, so yeah, we got some text about the fifteen minutes. Read, city. J- read Jason's because this is it, it's. He seems to know quite a bit about it, but I think he is leaning on the conspiracy yeah, side of things. Yeah, he said the districts are the area area you're supposed to travel around with in fifteen minutes. It's supposed to be walking. It's supposed to be a walking a fifteen minute uh, thing. So it's like. Yeah, your neighbors, your butcher. Yeah, uh, they also want to approve zoning by the district rather than the lot. The problem is the city said in February 2020 that they want toll roads, mileage roads, and quadrupling the cost of parking all in an effort to double the over- overall cost of vehicle ownership and reduce the amount of vehicles owned. He said the CEO uh, right said that intense. Okay, yeah. well, that's not conspiracy theory. That's true. They want they want to eliminate cars. Oh yeah, roads. yeah. They want that, they're actively doing that with the increase of uh, bike lanes and yeah and um, yeah yeah Liz- like that that that's that's ultimately a goal. You can be pro bike lane or against bike lane. They are yeah. trying to eliminate travel into the downtown core with cars. It's going to bite them in the ass. Uh, Lizot was he's in Lizot's in favor of the fifteen minute city. He said, you know, Victoria, you can bike anywhere faster than you can drive you can buy your groceries your beer uh and he was saying uh wouldn't it be nice to have a pub where they know your name a barber who is your neighbor a butcher down the street no need for amazon trucks all that yeah be like living in a small town within the city the one thing about it is like i i understand the attempt to try to to get stuff like this off the ground like i i understand it from the from from even from the environmental side of things mm-hmm. it's just you have to realize that you you aren't going to put you're not going to stop progression people are going to live their lives the way they live mm-hmm. their lives regardless of what your ultimate goal is right yeah like everybody has a very different plan kevin brought up how many guns he has <laughs> <laughs> he was joking okay all right he's like they're not going to keep me in my district i have guns right so i mean people are going to be for example there are people that are very pro 15 minute city uh concept it's, and then there's people that think that this is just another it, attempt to, to, to like get rid of all of our freedoms so you're not going but it's also kind of a weird mindset based on where you live like when i lived in vancouver i didn't have a car and it was like i don't need one i can walk everywhere take the train yeah and then i'm in edmonton i'm like i need a car to go to 7-eleven around the corner like you just get in a weird different mindset well it just i'll i, I can relay this to my situation so we mm-hmm. moved from st albert and we had two cars yeah. right and then when we moved here we we were both very we knew we didn't need two cars, but yeah. both my wife and I were like stressed we be, about it. Should we be doing this? Should we be? Maybe we do need two cars. Do we need two cars? We yeah. two. And now that we go got rid of one car and we have one car, mm-hmm. we realize we don't need two cars. We can make our lives work with one car. Yeah, it can work. It yeah. c- it can work. Something Is there going to the be an opportunity where I'm not going to be able to pick up Jimmy? You know, oh, on a no. Tuesday night, yeah, right, and he's going to have to hitchhike in. <laughs> yes, but we'll make it work. I had a buddy had to come pick me up, right? yeah, because he wanted me to record a song for him, and I was like, I don't have a car, dude. Can you come grab me? And he's like, Ah, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be times where it's going to, but really, ninety nine percent of the time, we don't need that sec that that second car. Maybe yeah. I'm pro fifteen city. You might be yeah. city. The Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is kind of a warning, actually, about um, a movie that came out <laughs> on uh, on Netflix. Well, it was getting bad reviews last week, and both you and I were like, like I don't watch it anyway. I don't watch it anyway. They don't know what they're talking about. How can it be so bad? It's got Eddie Murphy, Julia Louise Dreyfus. It's got Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. It's, it's David Duchovny. Rhea Perlman. It's got David Duchovny. I'm a huge fan of David Duchovny. X Fog, come on! Yeah, um, and it it's um, guys, you, you people, 
is what it's called. It is a piece of shit. <laughs> it, it is so bad. I I watched about, well, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night. I turned it on. And I fell asleep after about 20 minutes, and then I had no desire to go and You're watch good. It. You're good. Don't. Um, I just kept getting madder and madder because <laughs> I I kept watching it for it to, I don't know, grabs, like get, get yeah. its legs underneath of it. it. It's just, it's so wildly disappointing. Like We even read the Rotten Tomato scores last week because it was out in theaters a week before, so yeah. it was getting some reviews, and, and both the critic and the audience were were pretty, like, the audience was a little bit better than the critics, but, but Grant and I were both, well, maybe they just don't get it, or like yeah. maybe it's the, you know, it's not woke enough or something. Like, we, we couldn't figure out why this movie with this cast... Was Eddie Murphy? I mean, Eddie Murphy. And I, I, I guess, do I have too much faith in Eddie Murphy after all the terrible movies he ended? You know, the last we let him get away with those terrible movies for some reason. I don't because know why. Because he put distance between himself and those movies, so then we all assume he's going to be Eddie Murphy from yeah. the olden days and yeah, from uh, from whatever, you know, right? from doing stand up, Ron Delirious, and and it was not that at all. Yeah, stay away. The, if one, you, the one review I saw, I said it's trying too hard, and that was kind of from the twenty minutes I watched. I was like, it feels like they're trying way too hard. It didn't land for me. It kept just missing. Um, yeah, trying too hard's a good, but these jokes were just, you could see them from 100 miles mm -hmm. away, and they, they were just like landing really badly. Yeah. It was, it, on top of my anger, I was also like mortified for them. Like if I was <laughs> in that, if I was in that movie, I would be, I would not be able to watch that one. Like, David Duchovny was awful. He was Even so bad like in this. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, I mean, one of my favorite actresses. She was okay in the it. The stuff I saw in the 20 minutes, I was not that impressed. She was okay, though. Yeah. She wasn't as bad as, yeah. Anyway, if you had that on your list of things to watch, um, yeah, I would stay away. Don't. <laughs> You're good. Trust me on that. We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I'm becoming a degenerate gambler. Oh, yeah. It's happening quickly. He did one bet on the weekend, and then that <laughs> led to several more bets. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, we finally figured out how to use these apps. That that was painfully embarrassing. <laughs> Um, we almost didn't because we set it up on the one and then realized that the bets didn't go through on the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that out on Saturday morning. I'm like, why is it's not taking any money out of that? That that bet stamp thing just tracks your betting. Yeah. So that you have a history of what you've done, right? And it tells you if you're having any success. I think the amount of money that you are losing is probably a better indication of that. Yeah. But anyway, so we opened up. Bet three six five. Are you getting warnings that it's illegal to do this in your area too? I never saw it, but I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I get I, I get these little warnings going. I just by said the way, it, what you're doing it. is illegal in your idea in your area, <laughs> and I'm like, well, then why am I allowed to do this? Um, like, not what? oh. It it did at the beginning. It said there was no notifications because you had to have it running through the Bet Three Six Five before it was in the Bet Three Six Five. It said you could not be in your area. Stop right now. I'm confused. Have we even not more. learned that you should not explain anything ever? Now Jimmy explains the law. <laughs> that Jimmy explains bits for humor. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, he doesn't. I thought I was the that. smartest person anyway, in the room. He doesn't realize that. Anyway. We bet on the Eagles to win, and I got that bet. And then we bet on Cincinnati. You had Cincinnati to beat the Chiefs. Yes. And you lost that one. Yeah. All right. I only bet on the one. Like, I'm not doing... I'm, I'm putting it. I started betting on the other game. You're betting too. on hockey and well, you're betting on the, the Oilers. Only games, the only game I bet, the only thing I bet on on Saturday was I bet McDavid to win an anytime goal. Mm -hmm. So I made I don't know like four bucks or something like that. But yeah, I had twenty in there and I'm down to eleven dollars and forty four cents. What are you? I had ten dollars in there. I made one bet. I have ten dollars left. You lost. How did how did you not lose any money? 
Grant, Sorry, can you I had twenty dollars in. Okay, and I have ten dollars left. I was like, how did it just go unchanged? If you, I twenty gained or I, lost. To put- I bet ten dollars and I lost ten dollars. Okay, all right. You had twenty in your account. I only made one bet, and I'm only doing one bet a week. I think we just got to get rid of this bet. Who, who? Uh, well, are you got to bet on the Super Bowl. You know what I'm going to do? This is because I can see this being a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to leave the $11.44 in there, okay? And I'm going to bet on the Super Bowl, which I'll probably Here's well, how this is how you should there's learn. There's some basketball games tonight. You might want to Stop it. <laughs> Isn't there soccer? I'm going to bet the Lakers are playing. I'm going to bet on um on the game on on Friday, mm-hmm. right? We'll we'll bring the the betting boys back. No, next Friday cuz it's the 12th. And then if I lose my money, I'm just going to delete the app. So Oh no! Oh, you're you're, you're gonna, gonna be... bet. You're gonna bet on. You were talking about this on the text yesterday. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a given anytime goal for the McDavid. You're gonna be betting on oh, that. I might, I might. You're gonna be up at three in the morning watching soccer, gambling. You'll be you'll be outside of Monster Pro Wrestling trying to make bets with people. You're gonna be well, that crazy t- carnival of chaos is gonna win tonight. I can feel you're, it. You're gonna you're gonna see dollars. You're gonna $10. see some dart action, and you're gonna be on <laughs> in on that. Yeah, I'm not this guy. I'm too addictive. Mm-hmm. I have such an addictive personality. <laughs> I should be. I should never have gotten involved in that. Show local some love with Laura from JT's Barn and Grill. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Oh, thank you, guys. Laura, the big game is coming up. I'm sure there's plans at JT's for it. Oh, absolutely. It's always a great place to come down, watch the game. There will be prizes all day, free chili and chips. It's a great place to watch. So can you tell us what the 97 Burger is? Our 97 Burger is our special for all the Oilers games. It has our own house-made garlic aioli, an onion, a nice crispy uh, battered onion rings, and just made with love in-house. And it's called the 97 Burger because it's got 97 patties? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, you got to give tribute to McDavid somewhere. (laughs) What is uh, Poker Music Nights? So on Sunday nights, we do music poker. It's kind of like bingo with music. If uh, you order, you come in, you get your cards. It's all free. It's a lot of fun. And we've had the pot go up to $1,200. It's not too early to be talking about summer and possibly booking the JT's food truck for your summer event, eh? I would recommend it. My phone and my email have been going crazy for requests for the truck already this year. So, yeah, I would definitely get it to get your dates booked sooner rather than later. How do people get a hold of you? There is our website, uh, the bar itself email, Facebook, all kinds of different options for you. Laura, thank you for your time today. JT's Bar and Grill, check them out. Best food in town. Also, we'll be chatting about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's St. Patty's Day the next time we have you on. Oh, you bet. We've got a good surprise for everyone. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.